Now, ask what the Great Conjunction is. What's the Great Conjunction? What's the Great Conjunction? You tell me. The Great Conjunction is the end of the world! Or the beginning? Begin all the same, big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Across from me is Arwin. Hey, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, we are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Fun Time Movies One. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. Hey, uh, please subscribe to us. I'll talk about that at the end of this show. Anyway, so this is our first kids movie. Is it? Yeah. Wouldn't Teen Wolf be a kids movie? No. That was PG-13. Okay. So this is totally G. This was PG. Was it PG? Good Lord, yes. <laughs> um, this but it movie, was aimed for kids. It was aimed towards kids. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because this is not a kids movie. <laughs> This is about as much of a kid's movie as Labyrinth is. Alright, so, we're talking about The Dark Crystal. It is rated PG, 1 hour and 33 minutes, and you can see this right now streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, and, what? And Netflix has a new show coming out. Yeah. It is a prequel, so if you want to watch that first, and then watch The Dark Crystal, maybe. Why beat yourself up? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I like the movie. This is the first time I've seen it all the way through, though, because I kind of noped out a couple times trying to see this movie. People talked about it. I'd go, hey, I want to see that. Then it's just like, oh, so many puppets, man. <laughs> it's so many puppets. Yeah, there's there's no real people. It's all puppetry. Yeah, yeah. So It's, it's absolutely beautiful to watch. It is, yeah. But there's a lot of scenes where you're you're watching it and you're like, this has nothing to do with the story. They just wanted to show off. Yeah, at some points, yeah. 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 Okay, so <laughs> this is directed by Jim Henson and Frank Oz. Jim Henson, creator of The Muppets, Sesame Street, Jim Henson Storytellers. Basically, um, all of your childhood fond memories. Of puppets. Well, yeah. I mean, all my childhood fond memories don't involve puppets. Well, I some hope of them, not. But some I mean, of them like, involve Star Wars. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Frank Oz is, he's known for many voices. He worked for Jim Henson. He is the voice of Miss Piggy. He's the voice of Fozzie Bear. He is the voice of Yoda. But Frank Oz isn't known for just his voice. Um, he was a cop in the Blues Brothers. He's the one that uh, oh, yeah. hands uh, Jim Belushi his stuff at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Um, he plays clerks. He's, he's just a bunch of bit parts. But he's pretty uh, prominent in Hollywood. Yes. Even to this day, he still voice acts and he, uh, and he has live action roles. Uh-huh. So... He's still around. Jim Henson, not so much. Yeah. He had pneumonia and died um, because of his spiritual beliefs. He mm -hmm. thought that he couldn't really be sick, so he just kept getting sicker and died. 
So there you go with that. That's a shame. So the, the movie opens up with some narration to tell us a little bit about this world. And this world is never mentioned by name. And uh, I can't remember what it was called. So that doesn't matter anyway. I had a hard time actually getting through the opening. Really? <laughs> I did. I was just like, what's going on? I, I really did. It was it this was castle. Weird. There's a crystal that had a shard broken off. Mm -hmm. And because of that, this race of beings split into two. Half of them became mystics. Half of them became skexes, um, which are these buzzard-looking monstrosities. Uh, the, the, the mystics look like lazy little blobby guys. So it explained that in the narration yep, at the beginning? Wow, sure I did. totally like yeah. skimmed right over. Um, for some reason, the land is dying. I don't think it has anything to do with the crystal being broken. I don't think it has to do with the crystal, but I do think it has to do with the control of the Skeksis. Yeah. The Skeksis are bad. I wrote down that they look like ugly carrion birds. Yeah, they're just... Like buzzards. Like yeah. Buzzards. Uh, uh, what do they call them in other places? Vultures. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just, they're just terrible looking monsters. They use the crystal to rejuvenate themselves. Yes. Mystics are good guys. They're also a dying race. Um, we find out later that each Skeksis is tethered to another mystic yeah. so if a skexis dies the mystic dies if a mystic dies the skexis dies yeah what a horrible name skexis yeah eh, it's not it's, easy to say well they're crazy we get introduced to the skexis uh and their emperor is dying mm -hmm. and uh they're like, who's going to be the new emperor? And the emperor's like, oh, I'm not dead yet. And yeah. then and then he crumbles to dust. I know. It's like, that's creepy. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> so, so before we go any further, Jim Henson was credited with saying that he wanted to create the movie because kids need a healthy dose of fear. Yeah. So he didn't hold back right. on bad things in this movie right this this movie uh reminds me a little bit of return to oz a little uh because of the fear the scary stuff mm -hmm. and you know we live in a society right now where your kid can't be sad or scared or anything mm -hmm. negative it always has to be positive and then these kids grew up to be total douchebags that well, have never had anything bad happen to they, them they they don't know how to cope when something bad happens right. even minor bad yeah they treat it like it's catastrophic so i'm not disagreeing with jim henson i'm just disagreeing with his method this method was just not what i liked i wouldn't have shown a kid this even in the 80s i wouldn't have shown a kid this as a child i really did enjoy this movie as a child, I probably would have enjoyed this movie, but like, I wouldn't have made other friends of mine watch this movie because it's scary. Yeah. So, but yeah, he melts into dust. Um, a mystic, the mystic leader, he fades away like Yoda. Yeah. And then we're introduced to the Chosen One, and he's a race called Gelfling. 
and he's the last of his race. What's going on on this planet? <laughs> it's a beautiful planet. It doesn't look like it's environmentally unsafe. It looks like um, the safe places are safe and the scary places people stay away from. Yeah. So what's going on on this planet that maybe nobody's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because they're puppets. Well, they are puppets. But we find out that the Skeksis have killed off this race because yeah. of a prophecy. So our our lead Gelfling, his name is what, Jen? J-E-N? Yes. Okay. He goes to the mystic before the mystic fades away, and the mystic shows him, like, this bowl, and it has this liquid in it, and he shows him the shards of crystals. Yeah. And he says, ah, oh, you must choose, blah, 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 blah. You're the chosen one, and you're going to be great, and blah, 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 blah. And then we'll come and figure this out later. And he's like, you're just telling me this now? Yeah. So he's sent on a quest, much like uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Right. Uh, he's sent on a quest to go and find this crystal and reattach it. He's supposed to heal the crystal by putting it back into the crystal. Right. Yeah. I I really liked the bowl and the animation that they used. Yes. Uh, it was kind of like stop motion, it looked like. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was some interesting things that they did. Uh, showing Jen running away. You know, it's a person, but it's it's in a like a full costume. Um, showing him close up. Showing him tumbling down a mountain and then coming out of the bushes. Uh, Did some, you say that there was a person in a costume? It was a person in a costume. That was doing the running? It was clear. The far away shots. Oh, see, I thought it was like more like puppets on a string, the way no. they ran. No, that was very human moves. No, that wasn't. That was a person in a costume. Hmm. I wrote down trial by stone. So I'm guessing that's the whole thing. Oh, wait, I remember now. Mmm. So, there's this Skeksis. His name is uh, Chamberlain. D was that his name? That was his name. They never called him anything else. He was Chamberlain. Oh. Is he the, the one who wins? No. Oh. He's the one that gets banished. Oh, that's fine. The one that goes, mmm. I can't even do it as high pitch as him. <laughs> and I get it. It's a puppet show, and they got to show, like, emotions and stuff. And you can't really do that with a lot of limited movement to the face so they had to make sound effects so Cham chamberlain wanted to be emperor chamberlain wanted to be emperor this other guy wanted to be emperor other skexis so to do this after the emperor died they brought up like this big old onyx looking stone big old black stone and these two gigantic swords and each of them had to take a whack at this dang rock that had many scars on it already, so right. this has been going on. Yes. And it's called Trial by Stone. I guess the one that cuts the thing the deepest yeah. gets to be the Emperor. So Chamberlain hits it, and it's a pretty deep scar, and he's like, oh, I got it. Uh -huh. And then the other one uh, just chops the stone in half. And uh, He's like, nope, I think that other dude won. Yeah, the other dude won. <laughs> and Chamberlain is stripped and banished from the kingdom. Which was kind of a scary scene. The it way was. that they did it. Yeah. Um, I think at this point we're in, introduced to these uh, uh, big old beetle-looking things. Uh, yeah, I called them the arthropod army. Yeah. And uh, they're just like foot soldiers for the Skeksis, I guess. Yes. 
and they just beat things up. Yeah, if you really look and add their eyes are pieces of crystal. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, we took a little time before we we did this one. Yeah. So we cut back to Jen, and uh, he meets up with uh, this witch. What's her name? Ogra. Ogra has an eye that pops out that can just look around. Yes. Like the uh, the witch, the three witches in uh, in Shakespeare. In Shakespeare, yeah. Really. Yeah, they all like hold it up to their faces, and like, oh, I see you now. Oh. You know. It's been a while. So, and they're also they're also used in like Neil Gaiman's uh, Sandman um, yes. and the original Clash of the Titans movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're part of Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. But I called her a weird witch, but I don't think she's a witch. I don't think she's a witch either. But she's she's more scientific, and she's the last of her race. Did she say that, or are we assuming I'm that? I'm just saying that because everybody's the last of their race. There is no same person. Except for the person. slave people. Yeah, slave people. They're, they're just slaves. So I didn't understand the purpose of this woman. It, she was uh, following the solar system pattern yeah. and waiting for when... The three suns aligned. So again. she's some sort of. She's like a mystic herself. Yeah. Mystic. Okay. And what's interesting about Ogra is she tells Jen her story, and she was there a thousand years ago when the crystal broke. Okay. So she saw what happened. Yeah. She's old. She is old. Uh, she shows him three crystals, and he says, "Which one do I choose?" And she goes, "I don't know. You choose one." <laughs> And so he's like, what the hell? And one glows. He picks that one up. And then yeah, the Beatles. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He plays music. Forgot about that part, too. He's like this flute, but it kind of like twigs out like a uh, one of those divining rods. Yeah. So that was a little weird. And uh, at this point, the Beatles attack. Yeah. And they well, set her if, place on fire. So so the reason the Beatles attack is because the Skeksis can see some things that are happening um, yeah. by following him through the crystal itself. Yeah. Which is interesting. And Which they never use that much. No, they don't. And uh Jin's crystal, when he gets it, he can sort of see the Skeksis yeah. too. I feel like after having watched this that it had to have been a much bigger story, and they stripped it down to the bare bones so that children could understand it. I disagree. Really? Yeah. I think they they have a bigger story, but they didn't want to tell that story. They, they built this world. Mm-hmm. They built the mythology, and then they told this one story. Yeah. That's all. They they didn't have any more story. Huh. I mean, uh, in it fact, was just Frank, like... Point A, point B, point B, or C. Yeah, yeah, it was straightforward. Straightforward. It was linear, Um, which isn't a bad thing. Frank Oz said that there's no reason to do a sequel or a prequel, and he's against this prequel. I don't see the necessity for the prequel. There isn't one. There, you already know what happens. Exactly. I mean, do you need to see the stuff that led up to that one moment that happened? Apparently, we do. Look at Star Wars. No, we don't. But they made it anyway. Well, the prequels could have been a whole lot better and told a different story. Yeah. And they didn't. 
We had a couple jump scares in this movie. Again, this is a kid's movie. Soon after uh, he escapes Ogre's place, he meets Kira, which is another Gelfling. Yes. So there are two. And she's not just a Gelfling. She's got wings. She has... Well, all the the, girls have wings. Yeah. (laughs) She has the ability to talk to animals, and she has this scary little puppy thing. He rolls around like a tumbleweed, or he runs, depending on the mood of the animator, I guess. I mentioned that Chamberlain's hum is just annoying. (laughs) Every time we saw him, okay, we get it, you're that annoying guy. Well... If you're if you're taking it from a child's perspective, the children may not notice him unless he makes the noise because he's right. kind of hiding, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Kira and uh, Jen meet, and they touch, and they see both of each other's lives. Like, man, I'm glad that's not a real thing. Yeah, me too. I don't want to see everybody's life if I touch them. <laughs> Oh, you're from Illinois. Great. Good job, guy. And you fell down a flight of stairs when you were 12. Yeah. Good job doing that <laughs> thing once. All right. We cut back to the uh, the Skeksis, and they're eating, and we notice what about them? The finger silverware. The finger silverware. I know. It was so weird. I was just looking at that, too, on my notes. It's they, like finger silverware. They would attach these forks and spoons to their hands, and they'd use them like Edward Scissorhands. I mean, it was... And then they're like, they eat these little, like, buggy-looking things or yeah, these little puffy things. They're eating all kinds of stuff, and it's just disgusting. Yeah, it's just gross. I mean, it's as gross as watching any puppet eat anything, really. Cookie Monster was terrible at eating. He didn't really eat anything. He just got everywhere. We also find out, like, that uh, Ogra, she's not dead. Right. Um, Her place burned to the ground. Yeah. But she was captured, and she's being held captive with the Skeksis. And a bunch of other animals. Yeah. A bunch of, like, yeah, just, like, forest animals and stuff. And uh, we see how a slave becomes a slave. They get their essence drawn out of them. Um, the, the emperor, emperor drinks, drinks it. it. He becomes young for like 10, ten seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's it. That's, that's the, uh, that's the problem. Um, but we got cut back to Kira and Jen. They find Kira's home, which she lives with these little, I don't, I don't, I, I don't yeah, I they, don't remember They never what really they say called, what they're called, but they're but the they're, ones that become slaves. Yeah. And uh, they get attacked by the Beetle guys. Mm -hmm. And they're not even there for Jen and Kira. They're there just to get more slaves. Uh, Chamberlain's there. And he tells the Beetles not to attack Jen and Kira because he's going to join forces with them. Yeah. How'd that work out? That That was clearly a trap. Yeah. And they saw through his trap. And Chamberlain was really... A big nothing of a person this whole movie, but he was supposed to be the foil. Yes. Um, now, he does eventually capture uh, Kira. Yes. And he thinks he's killed Jen. Yeah. So, in a way, he was a foil. But Except it took most it of the didn't movie. didn't work out. Well, he got accepted back in right before the end. Right. It would have been a, it would have been an interesting twist if 
if Chamberlain did go, hey, I know a secret way under the mountain. Mm-hmm. I can help you guys out. And uh, when when uh, all is said and done, maybe you can uh, forgive me or something like that. Instead, it was, hey, I'm your friend. No, you're not. Come here, you little wretch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was a little different than what I expected. I wanted it to branch out a little bit more. I guess we had to have that linear, this is good, this is bad. There's no gray areas. Good people can't be bad people. Bad people can't be good people. So that's that. I put down here that Kira's weird. Kira is weird, but she's got way more of a personality than Jin did. Yeah. So they go under this, under the mountain uh, of the castle. Yes. And, uh, and Kira's captured. And Jen, it looks like he might be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes into like this pit and it's full of the beetle thingies. He kind of pounds his way out through a wall. And it's this gigantic fire pit uh, that the Dark Crystal kind of like hangs out in. Mm-hmm. Kira almost gets her essence taken. Yeah. And Ogre and I think her dog helped her. They ended up releasing all of the caged animals to help with this too. Yes. And this is the this is the kind of the climax of the movie, right? Yes. A lot of stuff happens. Who's thrown into the pit at one point? I think it's Kira. No. Oh. I mean, one of our heroes. Oh, yeah. Um, And and Ogre's like, what are you doing there? Come on, this way. It was Jen. And then they're both on opposite sides of the Dark Crystal up in this balcony area. And Kira jumps down for some reason. Can't remember why. And she gets stabbed. I got Skeksis kills Kyra after a Peyton Manning toss to Jen. <laughs> yeah, she she tosses, she the, tosses crystal. the crystal and then she, for some reason, she floats down. She, yeah, she floats down and then and then he gets he kills her. He stabs yeah. her. Yeah. And so Jen, who was I think going to give up, I don't know if he was going to give up or he was not, starting but, to walk away. Yeah. And then instead, he decides, you know, this is his destiny. Yeah. Um, as the uh, the mystics who had been walking there this whole time yes. show up. Mm-hmm. And they just wander in like, oh, here we are. Well, they knew that Convergence was happening, which is where the three suns yeah. come together. And Jen jumps, plants that crystal right where it needs to be. Crystal comes alive. And the Skeksis and the mystics merge into these light beings mm-hmm. bring Jen or bring Kira back to life yeah. and they're like thank you mm-hmm. and that's the and end then of they the movie. leave yeah they like they just go away into the ether the, the castle turns into a crystal castle yeah and it's white instead yeah. of black yeah and that's it yeah so that's our first kids movie guys this movie was kind of boring okay for me, at least. I wasn't too thrilled by it. I picked... I mean, this was a poll yeah. that I took because I was kind of hoping they'd say The Forbidden Zone and we only got uh, <laughs> 25% that said The Forbidden Zone uh-huh. and 75% said The Dark Crystal. So we watched The Dark Crystal. 
I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie for children. It's not. I know people that wouldn't let their kid watch it because it has scary parts in it, though. So, you know, kids need a healthy dose. There of were scare there were a bunch a of movies that came out that kind of are similar. Um, Labyrinth. Yeah. The Never Ending Story. Uh huh. The Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Those three, I think you can just say synonymously, they are similar movies in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. Except uh, uh, The Never Ending Story is by far the best story out of all of them. Yeah, I guess so. Um, they had statues with boobs. They did. There it was, was kind of weird. I was like, wait, one. there's nipples on those things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But overall, it's a beautiful looking movie. It's absolutely beautiful. And it holds up really well. Yes. Uh, there's no like, oh, this is the 80s because it's no. timeless. Yeah. Um, you can't tell like between the cinematography of today and uh, and then except that it's practical effects. Yes. There's no of, CGI. Yeah. Uh, used and the detail that the artist put into everything was amazing right so you can you can argue that this is a terrible movie but i would argue that this is a movie that is good and the reason is uh because of its ambition that they took Mm -hmm. i mean jim henson did the muppet movie and by far, that's my favorite movie that involves puppets. The Muppet movie is probably the greatest puppet movie ever. <laughs> so suck it, Team America World Police. That is fun to watch, though. It is. Uh, for different reasons. Yes. But I grew up watching the Muppets. I love the Muppets. And when you first start watching The Dark Crystal, the first thing that came to my mind was... Jim Henson had his hands all over this. Oh, yeah. And it was definitely a Jim Henson production. It was definitely his vision. Frank Oz helped direct it. Um, The writer of this movie um, pitched it to Henson. Henson made it abundantly clear that he wanted it to be, you know, co-written by all three of them. They all three took turns writing and making new drafts and then they finally came up with this script so good on them for for doing this i don't think a movie like this could get greenlit now really yeah not with it being that that violent hmm. um in I fact think netflix would they, make they, it <laughs> they, they would make it but they'd make it pg-13 yeah because it'd be pg-13 i think that for what it's worth it's not a movie I'm going to go, oh, let's, let's, let's sit down and watch The Dark Crystal. I'm saying, if you've never seen it, give it a whack. Yeah. You yeah. know? You should see it once in your life. Yeah. It's, it's maybe one of those bucket list movies. Oh, I keep hearing about this movie, but, you know, I'm too lazy well, to buy it. I don't know. I think it's becoming a forgotten film. Probably. Now, with Netflix doing this uh, show, it's going to be on more people's radar. Yeah. But before that, a lot of younger crowd had never heard of this movie. Right. Like I said, like when I when I was growing up, 
people kind of were like, you, you never saw the dark crystal? No, I never saw the dark crystal. <laughs> First of all, I was poor. Second of all, I never went to the theater because I didn't know they existed in Ohio. Um, really? Refer back to number one. <laughs> well, yeah, but still. You know, I didn't know how that stuff worked. I, oh, I just wow. hear movies come out. It wasn't until I was like 13 that I kind of clued in that, oh, there's places people go to see these things. <laughs> Okay, because I would always wait for them to be on TV. Right. If they're never on TV, well, you I never to, see it. Yeah, you really had to wait. Because back then, the theater would keep the movie in for a year at sometimes. Least, at least. Star um, Wars was in, what, three years? I don't remember. It was in for a really long time. I know that E.T. was there for over a year. Um, That's a film I don't enjoy watching. Me either. I I I don't understand the appeal to that movie. Uh, Drew Barrymore. So, she was adorable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the music of this movie, though? I, th- I think the music was right. It was definitely right. Yeah. Everything about how the setup was, how the production was how the music tied in, the lighting, any effects. It was spot on perfect. Yeah. It just it was kind of boring to me. Okay. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah. I'm not going to say... And that's, that's the thing. I used to love this movie as a kid. I'm not going to say this movie's for everyone. But, you know, like I said, it's on Amazon Prime streaming. <laughs> Give it a whack. Um, I tried giving it. I tried watching this movie three times, I think, and I'd get to the part where he's sent on his quest, and I'd be like, "I really can't follow this." Really, I, I mean, I that's just pretty like early on. I didn't like it. So next time you do a poll, don't put a movie you know you can't get through. <laughs> that was a challenge for me. It was a challenge. So, anyway. With that being said, I think we have come to the end of this podcast. It's a short one. Yeah. Um, we enjoyed our Memorial Day weekend and uh, hung out in uh, Searcy and then uh, Hot, Springs. Hot Springs and had a good time both places. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Follow us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Did you say Stitcher? Already? I don't know. Spotify. Spotify. Stitcher. Stitcher. Apple. Yeah. Or iTunes. And, and, and Google. Uh, Google Podcasts. There you go. She said them all. I'm sure we're probably on Player FM and other things, and you know. And Stitcher. Pod Chaser. And probably Stitcher. I said Stitcher. I know. I keep saying Stitcher. Stop it. I like saying Stitcher. All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, for that, all that, hey. We're going to do another podcast next week. Don't know what movie we're going to do yet. <laughs> we don't plan in advance. You'd think we would. Does it sound like we plan in advance? Hell, we barely planned this. Anyway, I got a new schedule at work, and it's a little harder for me to focus right now. With all that being said, go watch a movie. <laughs>